This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. The wicked will remain with no rest. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Even when you're playing at your best, the wicked will remain with no rest. To whom it may concern, let me roll, let me burn. I profess, a lover of this life, I'm so obsessed. I live a life twice, rewrite the zeitgeist. Yeah, I'm coming from that land of political unrest. It's heavy, it's heavy, heavy. I couldn't fight this. A lesson is in session from unbearable light. This heavy weight situated, a purpose to work this. I'm running straight lines, now I'm contemplating circles. Do my style. Wicked, wild. People fear the most when they do not know the how. Survival, complacent, ramifications. I'm no doctor, dude, I got no patience. Heavy. You got to try, try, try. Sometimes you got 
Everybody knows it rains sometimes. Rain sometimes. Rain sometimes. Hi everybody. Happy British Columbia Day and a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program. You're found on Vancouver's heavy yet tolerable campus community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcasted an average of 1,800 watts from the traditional ancestral and unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland and the Hunkameen-speaking coast Salish peoples. From Lions Bay to Bellingham, Washington, West Pass Point, Grand, and dipping south across the Salish Sea. To all the ships and creatures in the water, if our friends over at CFUV representing the University of Victoria are overlapping since we do share the same frequency. CITR signal then heads east past Langley deep into the Fraser Valley, though CIBL 1.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Telus Optic subscribers can tune in to CITR on their television sets on channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There you will see the Exploding in Movies show page and contains track listings and downloads for this episode. Once the live broadcast is done goes with most of our recent archive going back to 2014. You'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music, and we can, well, we can, but you also can find us on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosave, and Stitcher, Spreaker, and various other services that seem to pop up out of the woodwork every week. The podcast is available for those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless on the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I will be the bearer of some weight here for the next two hours. So, if you must put your weight on it, make sure it's on the disco floor. And you should receive your compliment to your newly regulatory writers advancing in conjunction with the broadcast of the so episode. Yes, episode. We shorten it when we're talking fast. And clearly re-reaching quickly the unscripted portion of the show. If you have not received your writing advance, I guess you better get cracking on that novel of yours. Phone number for the station, for those of you listening live, is 604-822-487. There should be three twos in there. That's 604-UBC-CITR if you want to spell it out on your handset. 
Do note, as always, that this is a single-person operation. The focus is always to the live broadcast, so if you do call in, and I do remember how to pick up, since it's not a quick handset here to pick up on our side. I can definitely see a text pad to dial out from, but anyways. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, though email is probably the best bet to get into hold of me. That's RadioFreeGAC, that's G-A-K, at gmail.com. And Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. On Instagram, it is Myopic Man. On Mastodon, it is 100AIRE at MAS.TO. Hunter there at Mass.TO. We will not talk about the Dirty Bird site or whatever letter of the alphabet it's known by now. Since that just seems like total chaos. It's Civic Holiday throughout most of Canada as we air live. Je suis désolé, mes amis, au Québec. And as I had indicated, there were plans to do a specific show about film noir this week, but doing the prep remotely was difficult, as things turned out to be far busier in the Thunder Bay than expected. So the past 24 hours, I have to whip up this show. Hopefully you enjoyed what we had last week, as we pre-recorded something tied to Pride, as all last week, leading up to yesterday's Pride Parade... Is the appropriate celebration of our LGBTQ plus community here in Vancouver. So, quickly taking a look at the various themes I've collected as ideas in the backlog, uh, we're going to focus on the recently deceased Czech author Milan Kundera, and uh, only one of his books was really adapted for film. It turned out to be the 1988 adaptation of The Unbearable Lightness of Being. So listen to a lot of the Czech composer Leos Janáček towards the tail end of the show. And it ties in part to our opener, and that is Grand Analog. Off of the 2014 release Modern Thunder, we heard Unbearable Lightness. Grand Analog is a hip-hop band fronted by Odario Williams, who we probably best know now as the host of CBC Music, otherwise CBC Radio 2. We're going back in time. CBC Stereo. The show is called After Dark. And it airs kind of around this time. If you are listening live. Grand Analog from Winnipeg. Most recent album is 2018's Survival. And if you're curious, After Dark has now extended onto Sunday nights. It's hosted by Vancouver's own Tarek. Otherwise, in the background, this is The Allegorist, and off of the new album, Tekhenu Retold. This is the Die Wild Jagd rework of Whispers in the Wind. It's a Berlin artist of mysterious origin, although she's known to come from Hungary. And Tekhenu refers to the Greek-given name of an obelisk, which we know mostly as the Egyptian Tower. And you might know it as the Lincoln Memorial. There's one hidden in Central Park. And oh yeah, there are tons in Egypt. Now, in the midst of quickly preparing for the show, there was one death I had to skip over. Although, since I bumped into a couple of listeners in Thunder Bay, they're like, you really delve into those who have recently deceased a bit. And uh, we'll have to figure out what's going on in some ways. But this one kind of hit close to the heart. We'll talk about the other one in the coming weeks. But uh, it's Sinead O'Connor, born Sinead Marie Bernadette O'Connor in Dublin in 1966, later known as Magda David, 
And then upon her conversion to Islam, most recently as Shubhada Sadakat. Broke out majorly in 1990 with her single, Nothing Compares to You, as written by Prince. And uh, the story of her interactions with Prince are way too long to get into this radio show. But let's just say it did not go well. It involved swearing, soup, and a pillow fight. And things went sideways. O'Connor dabbled in many genres, and we'll go with the name that we associate mostly with her recorded work here. Uh, ranging from traditional Irish folk to pop to acid jazz, alt-rock, trip-hop, and then reggae. And she was known for her fierce and tender vocals, along with her image with a shaved head, mostly in response against the traditional roles of femininity, and then her political views. In 1987, she put out her astonishing debut album, The Lion and the Cobra, which for most of us who kind of were tucked away in backwoods listening to Top 40 Radio, working backwards on that album, it was outstanding, especially the single Mandinka, which was my original choice to go for what we're going to kick off here. But I opted for this slow burn of a passionate play here from The Lion and the Cobra. Here's Sinead O'Connor with I Want Your Hands on Me. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies, live at the realms of Studio 8 of that radio station that lays all its hands upon thee. This is CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
Massey Art Society is calling visual artists to send exhibition proposals for their 2024 programming. If you work through painting, drawing, photography, installation, media, or performing arts, send them your ideas for an upcoming exhibition. They work in a collaborative environment offering a cost-free space in the downtown east side and support in promotion and communication, as well as honorariums, working on a two-month-long exhibition contract. Send the proposal in a single PDF file to Massey Arts Curator and Community Arts Coordinator Raphael Zen at community at MasseyArts.com. The call for submissions will be open until August 15th, Tuesday at 11 p.m. PST. For more information, go to Massey Art Society on Instagram.
behind me, this is Alexi Perälä from Finland. I knew which town he was in, quickly looking it up, not finding it, but at the very least, from one of his numerous albums this year, because as noted through Attack Magazine, he's trying to release a new album every two weeks, so keeping up is hard. But off of Alithia A Prime, let those P's pop. Uh, this is F. I three A C two three eight one zero six zero, and we just heard Massive Attack off their eerily central two thousand three album A Hundredth Window. It was just the solo project of Two D, otherwise the alias of Robert Del Naja. We heard Special Cases, featuring one of the three songs by Sinead O'Connor. Massive Attack's most recent album is going back to 2010 at this point. Heligoland, although Tricky finally joined the fold again. Most recent release is the 2020 EP Utopia, although with an E in front. Because England, at least parts of it, do miss the European Union. Sinead O'Connor was tipped for stardom, especially with the release of Nothing Compares to You and the related album I didn't write down, and I'm completely forgetting right now. Involving wanting and cannot having, in a way. But, for those of us around in 1992, she was a guest on Saturday Night Live, and she ended one of her songs by tearing up a picture of Pope John Paul II. It was the same photo that hung over her mother's bed. And her mother, when she passed away from a car accident eight years prior, O'Connor took that photo which tied in a little bit of the trauma that she faced. So, along with a very, very violent mom, um, as part of being detained for shoplifting, she was put into one of Ireland's horrible places, which was a Magdalene Laundry, a penitentiary workhouse of sort for fallen women or promiscuous teens. And she stayed at one for 18 months, and it scarred her. So... There was a lot of uproar at the time that she was cancelled before cancelled was a word. Everyone was sort of at arms about how she was behaving, but as we know the full scope now of children's abuse by Catholic institutions, it was super prescient and very punk. Throughout Sinead O'Connor's career, she absorbed many cultures and their faiths into her own, though still obviously finding the demons that not only included the church, but yes, that mom. Although oddly enough, as I was researching what's going on, O'Connor became ordained by an independent Catholic church. So faith was still strong with her, and at the time she was known as the name of Mother Bernadette Mary. But a lot of Sinead O'Connor's music appeared in films. She actually appeared in a couple films herself, like Hushabye Baby, and then The Butcher's Boy, where she appeared as the Virgin Mary. And she had done various movies for Vim Vendors and other folks. And as recent works go, she did a version of the old traditional song, the Skyboat song, for the fantasy drama series Outlander. But we'll listen to two songs that definitely have connections with a band that she had a bit of a love-hate relationship, which I think for most of us is the case, and that's You Too. The first time she was ever recorded was as part of a soundtrack done by The Edge, the guitarist from the band. At this point, this 1986 score to Captive is the only solo album by the band, and it's mostly ambient except for this song. 
And the band is preparing for a weird Las Vegas residence in the new MGM Sphere. Although without uh, drummer Larry Mullen Jr., who's healing after surgery, so there's a Dutch sub for an Octum Baby immersive experience. Captive was written and directed by Paul Myersberg as an English-French film that riffs on the Patty Hearst experience involving a wealthy teen that's kidnapped and then brainwashed. Sinead O'Connor co-wrote this with The Edge. Works connects a little bit with some of the Joshua Tree folks like Michael Brook and his Infinity Guitar. From Captive, here's The Edge and Sinead O'Connor with the theme song. This is Heroin, as in a female hero.
From the soundtrack to the 1993 film In the Name of the Father. That was Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, what a loss. That was You Made Me the Thief of Your Heart. Song written by another U2 member, Bono. Along with the over-suave Gavin Friday and collaborator Maurice Caesar. Those three wrote three songs for Jim Sheridan's film, which starred Daniel Day-Lewis, Emma Thompson, and Pete Postlethwaite. Telling the true story of the Guild for Four. Some Irish folks falsely convicted for the 1974 English pub bombings that killed four off-duty soldiers, British soldiers, and one civilian as part of the IRA troubles. Based on Jerry Conlon's 1990 autobiography, Proved Innocent, and the film was nominated for seven Oscars. Outstanding bit of Irish history that's still raw in people's minds. Since there's still a few that think and hope. Maybe it's possible for United Ireland. But I'm not going to wade into those waters right now. I know Sinead O'Connor was a big proponent of that and the unity there. Sinead O'Connor, although let's go with the name that she had at the end, which was, let me get this right again, Shohada Sadakat was found unresponsive at her flat in South London on July 26th this year, and she was later confirmed dead at the age of 56. Police have not specified any cause yet, but no suspicion was involved. But she had fought fibromyalgia 20 years ago, which is a chronic fatigue syndrome of sorts. She also had been diagnosed and then undiagnosed as bipolar, and she dealt with complications like surgical menopause, agoraphobia, and then the suicide of her son, Shane, last year, and he was 19 at the time, so picture all that trauma and health problems, but still using her voice to fight injustice, paying tribute to refugees and other marginalized groups. Her final album, 2014's I'm Not Bossy, I'm the Boss, although she had the 2020 single Trouble of the World, came out in the midst of the COVID pandemic. She did do a cover of The Cranberries' No Need to Argue for a 2021 compilation. I'll tell you, losing both Dolores Riordan and Sinead O'Connor is a drag for those who love hearing the Irish women and the lilts, especially with the stop-and-start musicality there. I'll let that replay again. And she does make a 2022 appearance on a track by Conjure One called Tears from the Moon for you trance fans, but... As part of the news of her death, there's talk of a final album by our Irish producer, David Holmes, who we've profiled a few times in the past here, and I do hope to do a profile soon as the soundtracks build up. For the past five years, they've been recording music towards an album associated with healing. At this point, eight songs are completed, so not sure fully what state we can hear anything in. Otherwise, in dear old Dublin, murals and tributes abound with calls for standing along the seashore in her honor. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding in Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. In the background, this is Swan Sither from Shropshire, England, off of last year's album States. This is Tan Dream. The most recent album, or EP, came out a little while ago. It's called Chance Mechanisms. A little while ago, accounting for January 2023, but recent stuff there. Live in town this week, two acts that would have fit in nicely for a film noir-styled episode like originally planned. But as noted, it was hard to do remotely since I was away last week. 
Uh, do note the Vancouver Cinematheque has a month-long program tied to film noir, so I'm going to tie to do some sneaky stuff from the 40s and 50s next week. But Father John Misty is in town this week, tomorrow, playing at the PNE Amphitheater. So it's outdoors, rain or shine, especially because we might have to factor in some rain here. It's Tuesday, August 8th. Doors at 5, shows at 8. Opening is Maya Folick and the Head and the Heart. Tickets start at $56 and a half. Plus the appropriate fees through Ticket Leader. And it is an all-ages show, though there is a 19 and older bar. Father John Misty's most recent album came out last year called Chloe and the Next 20th Century. I do want to play the latter half of that ta- title, since the next 20th century is an epic song of sorts. But if you want some kind of ragtime piano here, the first half of that title applies here. Here's Father John Misty with Chloe.
summer ended on the balcony she put on flight of the valkyries at her 31st birthday party took a leap into the autumn leaves dreading september victory square block party is here to cure your september blues Victory Square Block Party is a free all-day event happening at Victory Square put on by CITR with the lineup curated by Music Waste. What's better than listening to local talent outdoors with other music fans? Happening on September 3rd at 2 p.m. Stay tuned for the lineup which will be announced on August 14th. scheming time the day is through can't you hear the bugle softly say time you should be dreaming little man you've had a busy day Scheming, time the day is through. 
can't you hear the bugle softly say time you should be dreaming little man you've had a busy The song was originally written by Mabel Wayne, Al Hoffman, and Maury Sigler from 1934, but appearing on the 2019 album, I Shouldn't Be Telling You This, featuring Jeff Goldblum, along with the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra, you heard Little Man, You've Had a Busy Day. Jeff Goldblum, for decades, has been on screen. On, I think on stage, but at least on TV here and there. Big star in the 80s, revived himself through Wes Anderson's recent works and hosting his own TV shows. But amongst all that, he is a jazz musician playing the piano, a longtime host of a weeknight session in San Francisco. I've known friends who've gone to seeing him perform, tell jokes. Latest album is this year's Plays Well with Others. That's the third album. Jeff Goldblum and the uh, Mildred Snitzer Orchestra are coming to town as MRG Live presents them this Saturday, August 12th at a venue I failed to write down. But hopefully every ticket's ready because that show is sold out. Great job. I will backwards tag and try to figure out where that show is. So hopefully you have your tickets ready and you know where you're going because you don't have tickets. You're not going. Doors at 7, shows at 8, feature vocalist is Gina Saputo. It is all ages. And behind me, this is Sam Spence and John Facenda from the 1998 compilation The Power and the Glory of the Original Music and Voices of NFL Films. This is Life on the Wild Side. CFL season is still going strong. College football is about to start up. And then, yeah, the NFL stuff will kick in later. So, who knows? Maybe Monday nights, will be, the exploding head sports desk will be quite active again. But we'll see. Thank you. All right, let's get into the Polaris Prize nominees since uh, they were announced a couple weeks ago. We're behind a little bit since the schedule has to pick up because another thing happening in September is the 2023 prize will be handed out. We've already heard from Always and Gayance. Other nominees include Asana B, Begonia, Feist, Dan Mangan, The Sadies, Snidenose Res Kids, and these next two artists. And we'll start off with Debbie Friday here, Nigerian-born, Montreal-raised, briefly here in Vancouver, but based in Toronto. And last year she put out her debut album, Good Luck. It is up for a Polaris Prize. And this is where you'll find the song. Here's Debbie Friday with So Hard to Tell. They don't want your fucking autograph. They want to hurt you. <laughs> Just a young girl, alone by yourself in the city. Act like you don't. 
Confused, aka Julie B, aka Zigzag Stardust, aka the host of Musician. I would really love it if you could tune in every second Friday from 11 a.m. to noon and hear me turn the stuff that inspires me into weird audio improv. There's sound collages, there's local music, there's hot off the presses hit tracks, and it's waiting. It's for you. It's for us. It's made by us. So get at me. Come on in and stay inspired in the meantime. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM. In Vancouver. It's like having a clown in your head. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. The incredible, squishable, squashable, squeezable, stretchable, bounceable, plumbable, palpable stuff. It's gag, gag, gag. Are you feeling it? Gag attack. It's smush it, twist it, it's bubble it, mix it, make clacking gag sounds. Are you feeling it? My words come out clumsy, make me some bummy, my thoughts be like poetry. And when it comes down to it, separates me from phonies. Sometimes it's slowly. Psilocybin is here. Welcome back, my nigga. Just a general reminder. Don't know one love you but your mama. No shit, day. 
The name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. You are listening to CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from UBC campus on unceded Musqueam territory. If you can't catch us on the radio dial, maybe the reception in the cars you're driving isn't that great. Maybe I can't account for everything that's going on, every possible scenario, but maybe you're listening on the beach. Maybe you're stuck at work. Maybe you're at home trying to keep cool. Maybe you're jetting about, doing what you can. But yes, we are streaming live at www.citr.ca via Shoutcast. We're on Telesoptic if you have that as your television provider. We're on Channel 7023. And as always, we are available as a podcast once the live broadcast is done. So we had a double set there of Polaris Prize nominees for 2023. We started off with Debbie Friday. It was so hard to tell off the nominated album, Good Luck. And then... From Toronto, Daniel Caesar off of the also nominated Never Enough. We heard Vince Van Gogh. Never Enough is the third album by Caesar. Features production work from acts like Bad Bad Not Good, Raphael Sadiq, Mark Ronson, amongst others. And others would be the producers behind that track. So, Thus far on the various episodes of Exploding Head Movies, as of late, we've tackled four of the ten nominees. So we still have a few more to get to, including Asanabi, Begonia, Feist, Dan Mangan, the Sadies, and Snotty Nose Res Kids. The Polaris Prize will be handed out on a Tuesday this year, September 19th at Massey Hall in Toronto. So yeah, instead of the usual last-minute scramble, or then it happened before the show, or it runs late and it's after the show, I will talk about it the week after. In the background, this is new music by Kiefer. It's a single that came out through Stone's Throw a little while ago, and it's called Dreamer. And the keyboardist is touring this summer and autumn, and he's coming to Vancouver's Fortune Sound Club on Monday, October 16th. So, a lot of shows happening on Monday night, so, so it's good for you podcast listeners. Awkward for your host here, but we do what we can. Head Montreal next with this act, La Securité. It's more of funky stuff here, but also kind of experimental and 
off the new album Stay Safe, which is available through the Mothland label. We'll listen to Le Kick, but two points order as we go backwards. <coughs> Jeff Goldblum is playing out a sold-out show at the Vogue Theater this Saturday. And Alexi Perales from Lahti in Finland. Lahti Suomesta. Here's La Securite with Le Kick.
In October of 2022, the Vancouver Adapted Music Society held its flagship event, The Strong Sessions, for the fifth time. All Strong Sessions feature a variety of musicians with disabilities, paired with established local artists and bands. Each month until September this year, BAMS will be releasing the performances from our 2022 show on the Reimagine Radio YouTube channel, where you can also find past Strong Sessions content. To stay up to date with us, subscribe to the channel and drop a like to show some support.
this track behind me always starts so quietly that I'm startled. Behind me, from Greece, this is One Arc Degree, and off of their fifth album, 2023's The Forest and the Milky Way, this is Oceans Gone. And One Arc Degree is the duo of Vasilis Kassalidis, otherwise known as Spinet, and Ionis Constantius. They hop between Athens and Thessaloniki. And from Toronto, we just heard Bambi, and off the EP Infinity Club, we heard Hooked. And guesting on that track is Aluna, formerly of Aluna George, and she's prepping her sophomore album, Solo, simply known as Mycelium. Wonderful stuff off that. We've heard from that EP before. And who knows, maybe that is a hot tip for Polaris Prize in 2024. We'll head to Guelph next with this next app. It's McAllen. I am assuming that's pronounced. It could be Mykalen. Or Mikalin, M-I-K-A-L-Y-N. Artist so new, we're still working on the pronunciation here. She put out an EDM single last year, but she's kind of expanding her palette a little bit, and she's doing a little bit of prep for an EP later this year. It's always fun to hear stuff out of towns I like, Guelph, Ontario. Great agricultural and artistic mecca. Just a little north of Waterloo, where I went to university myself. CKMS, no longer associated with UW. Long story, we won't get into it. But anyways, enough about me and my past. Here's McAllen with a new single called Nevermind.
Starting over can begin when you ask yourself, whose life is it anyway? Get up close and personal with characters at a crossroads of identity and prepare to be inspired towards self-discovery. This event is a series of short films being played at the Vancouver Queer Film Festival with short films exploring different intersections of queerness, gender, ethnicity, race, and indigeneity. You can tune in on August 13th at 2 p.m. at the International Village or on August 14th to 17th, you can tune in online. For tickets and for more information, you can go to the short section of Vancouver Queer Film Festival's website, outonscreen.com.
New music from Vancouver's Yusu. I almost wrote down New Yusu, but that would not help at all. From her new EP, I Want an Earth, we heard Counterclockwise. Yeah, originally from Kaifeng in China, but based here in California, Canada. Spoiler alert. Part of the EP was inspired based on time in the deserts of Ajai in Cali. Otherwise, just continued fertile coastal presence here in British Columbia. It's a beautiful EP. Great to hear. And I remember there is a show coming up in September featuring Yusu. I'll dig up the details for that. Hopefully I can make it to that show as well, too, if it's not on a Monday. Now, I've been hoping to play new music from Aphex Twin for quite some time, since we haven't actually heard really a release since uh, the 2014 album Zero and a couple EPs. Most recent one, I think, was 2016's Cheetah. But, as it turns out, Avex Twin has a wide swath of new music hidden away in corners of the internet. And as well, anytime he's doing live, he's premiering new stuff all the time. And there's actually a Field Day album through Warp and all manners of other stuff that only appears on vinyl and cassette. He's just putting out stuff randomly, and there's a fan base that absorbs it. And meanwhile, I'm just sort of like a big fan. I can't keep track of all of it, but... In the background, at least, this is one of the things I'm aware of. This is a previously unreleased song that appears on one of his numerous numbered SoundCloud accounts under the AFX label. This is second Neotech test track OMC. If you're curious about the song titles, some is based on being a little bit cryptic, especially in the days of file sharing, where he gave tile track name or track names associated to computer viruses at the time. But the key trick here is a lot of the tracks feature the name of the synthesizer or other sequencer or software that he uses to generate the music since he collects all the music in his home somewhere in Cornwall in England and puts out stuff. But he does have a new EP that came out this summer and this will be the lead track. Here's Aphex Twin with Black Box Life Recorder 21F. This is Exploding Emmys here on CITR 101.9 FM. Vancouver.
For your oral listening pleasure, please join me, Marguerite, Sundays at 9 a.m. for Classical Chaos, classical music from around the world, right here on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. We'll see you then. Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. What y'all doing tonight? <laughs>
Amon Tobin going back to 2007's Foley Room. That was The Killer's Vanilla. Amon Tobin lived in Montreal at the time of that release, although I think he's now based in Los Angeles, though he was born in Rio. Most recent project of his is tied to the alias of Nomark. The latest release is Nomark Selects Volume 1, and it came out April this year. He's done a lot of video game scores along with films like The Italian Job and 21. Feels like I've, it's been a while since I've done some profile music on him. We'll see what we can dig up for a future show. And behind me, this is Vancouver's Eli Miro. And going back to 2022's Wishbringer, this is Little Wishes. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week with a little bit of carryover from last week since I only had a few things to talk about at that time. Is it appropriate since we'll get into our soundtrack profile shortly? Do note a good many of these may be out already, and they definitely are, but still some may be coming out towards this Friday. So do check with either your favorite record store or where you find your music online. And this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. It's still kind of weird still to talk about new films in light of the various strikes underway, although I did see that the writers in the studios are starting to talk, so let's see how things go. As we play catch-up, the original score to the film Barbie, which is now in its billions. The score is done by Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt. It's out through Water Tower Music. I still need to catch the film and digest it, along with the soundtrack album, plus the score. Matthew Limboli did the score to Between Two Worlds. That's out through 44 Hertz. Gliatasati is scored by Bruno Falanga. It's coming out through Edizioni Corsi. Home Kills. Soundtrack produced and released and composed as I mix all the words up. Anyways, the music's done by Mike J. Newport, is independently released. Can't tell if he is releasing it or a label that is unnamed at this time who's doing the work. Lyle Colwyn provided the score to Inside Man, that's out through DNA Productions. The Last Voyage of the Demeter, or Demeter. Always one of those words that trips me up because it's kind of Greek, but Demeter. Scored by Barry McCrary, it's out through Sony Classical. The miniseries The Lost Flowers of Alice Hart. Scores composed by Hanya Rani, it's out through Lakeshore Records. Another miniseries, Painkiller. It is scored by Matt Morton, it's going out through Netflix Music. Frank Dormani composed the score to Phantom Fun World, that's coming out through Note for Note. Season 3 of The Righteous Gemstones, it's scored by Joseph Stevens. That soundtrack features some other various artists that's independently released. Chris Bauer's score from the Marvel's miniseries Secret Invasion, Volume 2, covering episodes 4 through 6, is out through Hollywood Records. Gene Back's score to Shortcomings is out through Gardner Recordings. Sotuto di Te, scored by Giuseppe Vazapolle, that'll be independently released. Star Trek Strange New Worlds, that TV series has an album associated with it called Subspace Rhapsody. It's written by Kay Hanley and Tom Polci. That's out through Lakeshore Records. Cornell Wilczek's music from Talk To Me is coming up through A24. And Paolo Vivaldi's music from Il Tempio della Velocita is coming up through a record label I've not heard before. And I'm surprised I haven't because it's called Octopus. It's a good name. On the re-release front, a whole bunch of compact discs which are coming back because A, they're cheaper than vinyl records. B, 
they can withstand a little bit more abuse when it comes to travel and other things of that nature. And as I'm learning through friends' kids, they're starting to collect them. So, CDs. Deluxe edition of April Fool's Day is coming out in compact discs by, uh, scored by Charles Bernstein. It's coming out with the rest of Sarah Band. They're also putting out Carwell Bur- Carter Burrell's score to the Coen Brothers' first film, Blood Simple. That's a deluxe edition, too. And then, as recent films go, John Williams' score from the latest Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny, is coming out on the CD through Walt Disney Records. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week and the past one. Let's talk about Milan Kundera, the author born in Brno, Czechoslovakia, as it was known at the time before it split. And he wrote many books that critiqued communists that invaded. He went to exile in France in 1975. And he lost his Czechoslovakian passport in 1979. First book of his that I read came out in 1972. I was not born yet. Uh, It's called The Farewell Waltz dealing with a comedy of sorts amongst a range of people at a spa town in that Eastern European country. But the book that he's best known for came out in 1984 called The Unbearable Lightness of Being. It's a story about two women, two men, a dog, and then the 1968 Prague Spring when the Soviets invaded Czechoslovakia and became part of the Iron Curtain. The film is directed by Philip Kaufman. It starred Daniel Day-Lewis, Juliette Binoche, Lena Olin, and looking at the cast, an early role for Stellan Skarsgård. And Kodera was helping out with production of the film, and he suggested using the music of a Czech composer known as Leos Janáček, since uh, Kodera's father was a concert musician and a proponent of Janáček's music. Janáček was a part of the 19th and 20th century movements when a lot of the countries were forming their own national style. He was inspired by Moravian and Slavic music amidst other Eastern European folk elements. And that's going to jump out from this one song not done by Janáček, but definitely plays with folk themes. So this ties to a traditional song that you hear in the country, and it's sung by Yarmila Shulakova and Wojtek Jocek. And I'm probably mispronouncing your names because at some point a lot of the diacritical marks disappeared in this script as I was transcribing it. So from the soundtrack to the unbearable likeness of being, this is an old folk song called Yoy, Yoy, Yoy. Yo! Yeah. 
From the soundtrack to the unbearable lightness of being, we started off with an old Czech folk song called Yo Yo Yo. Then we heard the Smetana Quartet with uh, Leos Janacek's String Quartet Number One, the third movement, Con Moto Vivace Andante, which was inspired by Tolstoy's Kreutzer Sonata. So, not to be confused with Ludwig van Beethoven's version, but uh, there's a novella written by Leo Tolstoy. But it takes its title from the sonata, so kind of a song was adapted into a book, which was then adapted into yet another song. So, fun to see how it works that way. Then the piano, we heard Ivan Klanschke with parts of Janacek's On the Overgrown Path series of piano works. We heard The Bird of Ill Omen lingers on. Although I couldn't actually find a title with that song, but there's something called The Barn Owl Has Not Flown Away, which is known as, and I'm going to mangle this, and I should have synced with my Czech friends beforehand, Shichek Neodieti. Fumbled that completely with my cut of English, Finnish, and then scrambling to speak things in other ways. And behind me again, this is the Smetana Quartet with another String Quartet by Leos Janicek. This is the fourth movement, Allegro, Intimate Pages. Other acts on the soundtrack, well, there's a lot more of Janicek's work for piano done by Ivan Moravec, then some pieces done on violin by Sergio Luca, Luca Paul Schoenfield, Radoslav Kvapil. And if you really want some more wild moments, there's a Czech cover of the Beatles' Hey Jude. The Unbearable Lightness of Being was nominated for two Oscars in 1989. Didn't win any. Film fans really dug it, but people who loved the original novel were questioning how it got adapted. And Milan Kundera, the author of the book, felt the film strayed too much from the book and considered it like an adjunct. He included an apology of sorts in later publications of the book. And as a result of that experience, he stopped any further adaptations. As I mentioned before, Kundera lost his Czechoslovania citizenship in 1979 since he questioned what the Soviets were doing, but uh, Czechoslovakia broke away from the Iron Curtain in 1989. His books were unbanned, and in 2019 he regained his Czech citizenship. don't think the Slovakians tied into that at all. Milan Kadera died in Paris on July 11th after a prolonged illness at the age of 94. That's going to be it for Exploding in Movies for this week. Coming up in a few minutes, 9 o'clock Pacific here, it's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And he will guide you around midnight or so. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your holiday Monday. If you missed any of this week's episode, it will be able as a podcast shortly at www.citr.ca. And you'll find a lot of shows going back about nine years there. I'll save all the other contact details for later because they actually are listed on the website. And then next week, since I had been teasing for a while let's get into the film noir aspect of things i'll take a look at what the vancouver cinematheque is screening this month as part of their month-long series associated with the 40s crime films and if it overlaps with what i have at least for one film we'll do that soundtrack otherwise later in august the tv series justified it came back with a new short series city primeval so we'll dig up music from the original soundtrack there Otherwise, maybe we'll look at Asteroid City, Oppenheimer. we got choices galore. did see that the film director, William Friedkin, passed away, but I might keep that short since we've done past profiles on The Exorcist and Sorcerer. 
We'll close with an artist we thought had retired from music for a while, but uh, turns out she'd been doing a lot of living room jams as she'd been recovering from various ailments and things like that. And it's Joni Mitchell. She went to the Newport Festival in July. I think it was Rhode Island this year. You would have caught her making a return to the live stage and an album came out from that. It's a bit interesting because you obviously it wasn't really designed to be recorded separately. So you hear like commentary from some folks on stage. And that mostly comes from an act called the Joni Jam. So we'll roll with it. So got some Gershwin here from Porgy and Bess. Here's Joni Mitchell with a live version of Summertime. You have been listening to Exploding Air Movies here in the summertime. That is Vancouver. This is CITR 11.9 FM. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe. I have two more friends who got covid so it's still out there so play safe we'll see you in seven days well here we are in summertime Summertime and the living is easy. Fish are jumping and the cotton is high. Your Daddy's rich And your mama's so good looking So hush, little baby your daddy and mammy